Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We are in Mark chapter 13, and we looked at verses 24 and 25 in the previous episode. And this is where Jesus was saying, But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give his light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. So let's look a little more at couple of elements of these, this one verse and these two verses right here is really one sentence. We saw that the great tribulation, okay, is the wrath of Satan being poured out upon Israel, the Jewish people, and the church. So by definition, uh, the church has to still be here to be tribulated. People have a hard time with that because they have been taught by omission and commission, something that's totally not factual according to the Bible. And so this great tribulation, it will be stopped like instantly related to the church and those who are believers. It will carry on for a period of time against Israel and the Jews. Well, what stops it? Sun, moon, and stars go dark. And then we're about to see something else in just a moment. But look what it said at the end of verse 25. And the powers that are in the heavens <coughs> will be shaken. The powers that are in the heavens or the powers that are in heaven, singular it can be the way, in the heavens will be shaken. What does that mean? Well, just look at it, just exactly what it says. There are powers that are in the heavens, and they're going to be shaken. It's in the context where he said the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give us light, and the stars will be falling from heaven. We think, well, that, that has to be a, a poetic type of device because it's impossible for stars to fall from heaven. It's impossible for stars to fall from heaven if we accept the current world's understanding about what stars are. If we accept what we have been taught, for the most part, about what stars are. But what if we're wrong? What if stars are what the Scripture describes them to be? Scripture calls them luminaries, okay, that kind of thing, luminaries. And what if they really are something other than what we think they are and what we've been told? <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, are you kidding? What are you talking about? Well, I'm not going to get into it right now, okay? But there, there are some really interesting things. So there is that element, the sun, moon, and stars. You can see that at the powers in the heavens will be shaken, yeah. But I think there may be more here. I think it's probably alluding to, and Jesus is speaking, of the divine powers. You know, there's human beings and there's divine beings. There's divine beings that are faithful and obedient to the Lord God. There are divine beings that have turned their back on God. And I think it's those evil divine beings that are the powers in the heavens that will be shaken because they're going to see what's going on. Notice what verse 26 now says in Mark 13. Then they will see. Okay, then they, which begs the question, what? Who's they? Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. So they, and it's, it's speaking of those that are upon the earth, you know, okay, I think that's part of that they, particularly in light of other scripture and things like that. 
immediate context, powers that in heaven are being shaken. If those are uh, divine beings in the unseen realm and they're being shaken, then they're going to see the Son of Man coming in clouds. So I think everybody's going to see it, okay? <laughs> With great power and great glory. And the Son of Man coming in clouds, that's right out of Daniel 2. I think it's Daniel, uh, Daniel also, I should say, it's Daniel chapter 7, okay? And that's one reason that one of the names that you can give Jesus, which is entirely accurate and biblical, is the cloud rider. That's how the Hebrews viewed it. They knew there was one that they called the cloud rider, that Daniel had said that there's one that would be coming on the clouds or in the clouds. Yeah, and now Jesus himself saying, the Son of Man is coming in clouds, and what did Jesus always call himself? The Son of Man, exactly. Yeah, the Son of Man. And then Jesus said this. So verse 13, I mean, uh, verse 26 of chapter 13, he said, then they will see. Verse 27, he says, and then he will send forth the angels and will gather together his elect from the four winds from the farthest end of the earth to the farthest end of heaven. Well, that, that's very interesting. All this stuff is very, very interesting, is it not? We just take time to read it. It says that he, who's he? Well, uh, say, was well, God? Well, yeah, God, but probably within the context of the Son of Man, because the Son of Man is coming in the clouds, and he's coming with great power and glory. You look at other scripture passages, you find out that he's been sent by the Father. And then the Son of Man, he's going to send forth his angels, and his angels are going to gather together his elect. There's that word again. What does elect mean? His chosen ones. Remember the context? <laughs> Jesus said that the days we'd be cut short for the chosen one, the elect, in case they even they would be deceived. So Jesus comes in the clouds. The sun, moon, and stars are going to go dark. So you have this black background tapestry. It's a great theatrical moment, okay? The Son of Man comes in all his power and glory, the brilliance of his glory. He sends forth his angels, and he's going to gather together his elect and his chosen one from the four winds, from the farthest corner of heaven to the farthest end, I mean, of the earth to the farthest end of heaven. From all the creation, he's going to gather together his elect, his chosen one, the believers. That's the rapture of the church right there. Happens with the sixth seal. When you look at Revelation, which lines up with this right here. That is when the Lord comes. So a lot of times people say, well, when is the Lord going to come? There's huge elements of the Lord coming, okay? Numerous elements, just thing after thing after thing. And you have to get people to understand what part are you talking about. There's the time when the Lord comes right here, the Son of Man is coming in clouds, and he sends his angels out and takes us to heaven. That's usually what they're thinking about. But there's another time when he comes after this right here where he places his foot upon the earth. Because there's all these different elements. And so in the same way when the Lord came the first time, there were all these prophecies that were fulfilled, more than 300. And it, it, it was a sequence of events. It took time, okay? Same thing will happen with his coming again. So Jesus answers their question, what's going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age when the sun, moon, and stars go dark? Now, that doesn't mean that's the end of everything. No, just the beginning in some respects. It's actually the beginning of the day of the Lord and the wrath of God being poured out and all the judgments that you see with the trumpets and the bowls and all that kind of stuff. And then the restoration that you see thereafter and all that. So Jesus answers that when it's going to happen. He tells them great detail. He also reminds them what to do. I want to remind you of this again, folks. 
do not forget, see to it that no one misleads to you, okay? See to it that you're not frightened. Be on your guard, okay? And realize uh, that, you know, you're going to be handed over, okay? You're going to be handed over. Don't worry about it. Don't fear about it. Just be faithful. These days are coming. The Lord's not going to forsake us. He's not going to forgive us. And then the last thing he says is take heed because I told you everything in advance. He's even told us details right here. Now, what happens next? We'll get into this in the next episode. Jesus keeps talking. He says, hey, I'm, I'm gonna, the angels will be sent forth. He's going to gather together the elect. And he says, now learn the parable. So he's going to give them a parable. His disciples who are asking this question, he's going to give them a parable to help them gain some insight into this. He does that in Matthew, too. He actually, gives more than one parable. He gives several parables <clears throat> that, to where they can gain insight into it. Folks, remain firm. Fear not. Okay, fear not. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you on the next episode.